Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 26th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have Plus? No. Come on, get out of here. This is just for PO Plus people. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. And yes, we made Twitch partner today, which is amazing. And thank you all so much for supporting that. All right. Aaron Ashby went yesterday, 5.2 innings, zero in runs, four, four, three walks and five strikeouts against the Padres. I had a little bit of worry because Padres are better against lefties than they are righties. But Ashby did well. He's 34% CSW to earn a King Cole. Slider was a 46% CSW. And I think he's a must-add everywhere that you are. Uh, Eric Fede, don't trust the feds, even though it was against the Dodgers. Just don't do this. He's not going to earn as many sinker whiffs, and that's just how it is. Christian Javier is hitting the top of the zone really effectively with his four-seamer. Did so yesterday, did the the, uh, the video this morning on him. Now, I do wonder about the breakers getting up strikes. He had a low sub-60% strike rate on that, but a 21% swing strike rate on his heater is why he went 5.2 innings, 0 in runs, 3 hits, 1 walk, and 9 strikeouts against the Guardians. Good stuff for Christian Javier. Make sure you hold on to him everywhere. Paul Blackburn against the Mariners. He's a Toby. He did well here, but with five walks, it's just not really the thing that you want to do um, against the Astros. Next, J.P. Sears made his first start for the Yankees against the Orioles. Five innings of zero runs, three three hits, two walks, and five Ks. Was the streaming pick of the day, and it actually worked. Uh, Ten whiffs, 30% CSW. Uh, his fastball really did the work here moving around the zone. I don't really think there's enough here for me to buy into it if he does get another start. But I'm glad it did work against the Orioles as changeup and slider as well. They're both fine, but they're not really exceptional pitches. Lucas Giolito went against the Red Sox in a tough first inning and allowed nine base runners, but six innings, one run, and seven strikeouts. Feel good with this. He goes against the Jays. It should be fine. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it whatsoever with Giolito. Is he going to be a top five guy this year? Likely not, but he's not going to be outside the top 15, and that's pretty cool. He's going to get a lot of volume moving forward. Julio Urias, uh, six innings pitch, one and run four. It's three walks, three Ks, just like with Giolito. Not an ace, but he's probably going to be closer to the 20s or so. As Think of him as a slightly better Logan Webb, um, and that's about it. He had zero for 24 whiffs on his curveball in this one, which is very strange. But he should be fine. And hey, the velocity is coming back up. Maybe 93, 94. We could be seeing some resurgence as the season goes on. Dylan Bundy did some things um, against the Tigers. He finally threw his slider 30% of the time. He had 6Ks and 1 and run in 5.2 innings, 5 hits, 1 walk. Uh, 44% CSW on that slider. I hope he can get to 35% plus and he goes against the Tigers again. Maybe that doesn't work. I don't really want to buy into it. I got to see more of this it is Dylan Bundy, but still pretty interesting. Glenn Otto went against the Angels. I think it was a birthday party. He had seven strikeouts, but didn't really dominate with any of his pitches. Only eight whiffs on the start across five innings, one run, three hits, and two walks with those seven strikeouts. I wouldn't do this against the Rays next. That you Darvish is good or bad, independent of uh, opponent when it gets the Brewers for 6.2 innings, two and runs, three, it's two walks and seven strikeouts. The cutter did everything here, 50% usage, uh, while the slider only had a 20% CSW. Uh, it's cool. You're just going to keep rolling with Darvish. He is a premium cherry bomb. He's going to be more helpful than harmful, but he is going to have those disaster starts every so often. Uh, Cal Quantra went against the Astros. He got a hand to him for going six innings of two and runs. He is the most Toby of Tobies right now. Uh, six hits, four walks, though, three Ks. It's like, is it good enough? It's up to you to decide. 
Uh, Jacob Junis went against the Mets, and because it was Joey Bart behind the dish, a s'more pointed this out to me that uh, he had a higher changeup usage because of that. Something to be uh, considering. Kirk Casale likes to go more fastball slider with Junis, while Bart really likes that changeup. But the changeup was just two of 26 whiffs with a 15% CSW. So it wasn't really that old changeup. Not very good. Slider was good enough to get through uh, against the Mets. So six innings, two and runs, three. It's one walk and four Ks. He goes against the Phils next. I don't know if I really want to jump at that one, though. And we'll see where Jonas is at. Uh, Rich Hill went against the White Sox for five innings and one strike. How am I going to butter my bread with this? I don't really want to take chances on it moving forward. Luis Castillo went against the Cubs for five innings, two and runs, four, it's one walk and six strikeouts. This chain was just two over 20 whiffs and the slider actually did a lot of the work. He's still at 96, 97. That's very good. And as the summer comes along, he's just going to get better. Tyler Wells against the Yankees, five innings, two and runs, whatever. I, I don't really think this is something that you should be monitoring. Same with Ryan Feltner, even though he did go two and a half ticks higher in this game. That's pretty cool. With a solid slider, he was um, on the road against Pittsburgh. Maybe there is something to be done um, at Washington, but nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. Uh, Ronnie Garcia went four innings, two earned runs against the Twins. I watched this a little bit. Is a 93%, uh, sorry, 93 plus uh, mile per hour fastball with a decent uh, curveball. I mean, it moves really well. It just doesn't get commanded at all. I don't think this is what you want. Um, Robbie Ray got 24 whiffs for a gallows pull on uh, route to six and uh, sorry, six innings, three and runs, seven hits, one walk, and 10 strikeouts against the Athletics. He is an absolute buy. Uh, the ERA and whip will get better as you go on as the strikeouts are going to stick. He's at 94 miles per hour. This is really good. Slider is amazing. Yeah, you want in here. Drew Rossman is making me conflicted a little bit. Five innings of three and run sixes, two walks, and seven strikeouts yesterday. So we're seeing the slider and cutter get more whiffs which is good, and that's when you have the strikeouts go up, but the ratios are somehow taking a t- hit along the way. I uh, Maybe, I don't know, I, I, I kind of prefer this version because I never really believed the one earned run, two hits, five inning guy. I felt like that was just very lucky. And if he's getting worse ratios at the cost of more strikeouts, I think that's more of a believable thing at the very least. So I think I'm in. Um, Reed Detmers uh, went against the Rangers, still does not have his slider. and didn't even have his curveball, so he'll have five earned runs in six innings. No thanks. Charlie Morton is struggling. Oh, man. Uh, four earned runs in 4.1 innings. Ten base runners, four Ks. His curveball is really good, but his fastball just was not there, and the Phillies punished him for it. However, he gets the snacks next, so I would start him against Arizona. And just kind of hope that he's really redeeming himself there. Uh, Kyle Hendricks against the Reds. Four innings, four earned runs, five hits, one walk, and one strikeout against the Reds. I mean, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just don't want to do this. Um, so I, Zach Thompson had Rocky Road, but the curveball wasn't there, so I'm not interested whatsoever. Ranger Suarez still does not have his change of just two over 20 whiffs and went against Atlanta as a lefty and allowed five and runs in 4.1 innings. You don't really need to stick around with Suarez at the moment. Uh, Cody Apotit, no, nah, no, this isn't Jesus Lazardo. It's just, no, no thanks. And Thomas Zapucky, okay, uh, I actually think he's kind of interesting. He throws 95 plus from the left side, touched 97 in this start. And has a pretty good-looking breaker in interesting changeups. He allowed nine in runs in 1.1 innings against the Giants. But he's someone to at least note, uh, I think, over time, that if Zapucky gets more starts, he can be pretty dang good for the Mets. Not the worst, like, very deep dynasty pickup. Um, I, I think there's something there to it. But he allowed nine in runs and clearly did not have it yesterday. 
I'm, I'm curious. I wonder how this is going to play out for him moving forward. All right, so it's Thursday, and what we do is we look at today's games, tomorrow games, and the weekend to help you out with your weekend stream. So today's starters, Frankie Montes, Tarek Skubal, Nestor Cortez, Shohei Otani, Aaron Nola, Eric Lauer, and Kyle Ryder are all my auto start here. With Martin Perez leading off the problem one against the Athletics, he's on a bark, so we just kind of do that. Justin, Justin Steele is the stream pick of the day against the Reds. And the opposite of that is Hunter Green against the Cubs. Both these are probably start to me. I think Hunter Green's slider and fastball combination is good. Justin Steele just had a ton of whiffs and hopefully will make that work. And Adam Wainwright against the Milwaukee Brewers is going today while Dakota is going tomorrow. So make sure that Wainwright is in your lineups. Uh, questionable start tier is Hyunjin Ryu and that's it against the Angels. I don't know if I want to trust that. It's up to you. It's a coin flip. Well, they do not start tier. Michael Walker, I don't want to do it against the White Sox. Devin Smelter. Herman Marquez, Patrick Corbin, Ryan Yarbrough, Humberto Castellanos, Daniel Lynch, Mitch White, Connor Pil- uh, Pilkington, replacing Aaron Savali, and Dallas Keuchel. Just don't start any of those guys. Looking forward to tomorrow, Carlos Rodon, Justin Verlander, Brandon Woodruff, Manoa, Manaya, Bieber, all in the auto start tier, probably start tier. Gonsolin gets the snacks, that's good. You get John Gray against the Athletics, that's good. Bailey Ober against the Royals, great. And then Jameson Tyone against the Rays. Yeah, that's good enough for me. And Andy Anderson, you never know really what you're going to get, but I feel like it's fine against the Marlins. The question will start here. If you have Garrett Whitlock, which is in over two-thirds of leagues, which is wild to me, he goes against the Orioles, so that actually should be fine. I hope that he has his best stuff there. My stream pick of the day is Alex Fajardo against the Guardians. I know it wasn't great last time, but I think his slider is good enough that it can redeem itself from his last start, and the Guardians aren't really that terrifying. Uh, Carlos Carrasco or Austin Gomber also here. Carlos Carrasco, I recognize. Look, it's the Phils and Carrasco is, could be very good. And sure, why not? Austin Gomber is a deeper stream, um, against the Nationals. I think we might be able to see his good side here. The Nationals are not very good at home and it's not Colorado. It all kind of works out for that being a possible stream without Austin Gomber. Uh, Trevor Rogers, Zach Eflin, and Jeffrey Springs. However you want to rank them, by all means, all have bad matchups. Uh, Rogers against Atlanta, Eflin against the Mets, and Springs against the Yankees. For Rogers, it's just about getting the changeup and or slider working. If one of those does, I think that should be fine. Uh, Zach Eflin against the Mets. If he has his curveball, that's amazing. Let's see like he did against the Dodgers, but he's only had that twice this year, so I don't really know. And Jeffrey Springs has a sick changeup, but nothing else really. I mean, does elevate fastballs decently well. But it's against the Yankees, and I really don't want to risk that. Uh, Cole Irvin could be a very deep stream as well. He just won six innings and is, and is still ill outing. Like, that could be a Toby start against the Rangers. And then Dakota Hudson against the Brewers could be something that works. It's a coin flip always with Dakota Hudson. And then do not start here. Chase Silseth is a, I don't know, a uh, Hail Mary against the Jays. As if the splitter is working in a big way, that actually could work. Graham Ashcroft throws upper 90s. And goes against the Giants, and maybe, I'm really curious to see more of him, as he only allowed 200 runs in four innings against the Jays last time. Kyle Bradish against the Red Sox, no thanks. Flexen against the Astros, no thank you. Brad Keller against the Twins, no. Jose Quintana as a lefty against the Padres, no. Madison Bumgarner against the Dodgers. These are all horrible matchups for, for questionable guys, and with the bad matchups, you're not starting them. And then Aaron Sanchez, I don't care if it's Rocky Road, I don't care about Aaron Sanchez. Looking forward to the weekend, I'm going to go by team on each day. So we have Mike Bauman and Jordan Lyles, each in a doubleheader against the Red Sox, no thanks. And you have uh, Nathan Evaldi on their side. Obviously, whoever the starter is for the Red Sox, I don't care. We're not doing it. There's no one that would be going five innings plus that I would trust. Uh, Garrett Cole against the Rays, duh. Corey Kluber against the Yankees, no thank you. Uh, I think that's a do not start for me. Uh, maybe the bottom of question, but I really don't want to do it. I mean, that's a cool thing, though. Cool. Kluber going against the Yanks after last year. Uh, Kikuchi against the Angels. I don't want to do it. I think this is the trap play. I'll do a questionable start here. I think a lot of people are going to be doing it. 
I am not because I don't think he's actually performing that well. Uh, Johnny Cueto against the Cubs. He's gone on a nice little run for two starts. Sure, bottom of questionable. Why not? Um, I mean, close to do not start, though, but maybe it works out against the Cubs. Uh, Tristan McKenzie against the Tigers is a probable start. Elvin Rodriguez against the Guardians. You could do worse than this. Um, he had a bad first inning, and then he did better later on. Uh, top of top of do not start. Uh, Brady Singer against the Twins. Bottom of questionable. Um, maybe yeah. Bottom of questionable. Chris Archer against the Royals is do not start. Jose Urquidy against the Mariners is in questionable, but near the top of it. After getting ten whiffs on that four seamer last time out. Michael Lorenzen against the Jays. Bottom of questionable. Zach Logan against the Rangers do not start. Uh, Logan Gilbert against the Astros. Top of questionable. Taylor Hearn against Oakland, I don't care, do not start. Tucker Davidson against Miami, mm, do not start. These are all, like, kind of decent guys who could pull it off against some decent matchups, like Logan, Tucker Davidson, and Chris Archer, Elvin Rodriguez, but, like, I don't want to do any of it. Sandy Alcantara, yes, against Atlanta, obviously. Tywin Walker against the Phils, ugh, no, I don't want to do it. Even though they did well last time against, they did it in the wrong way. 93 miles per hour in the splitter? Like, I don't trust the splitter being that good. Ugh. Zach Wheeler on the other side, absolutely. You don't want to don against Rocky Road, don't even care. No, same. Really, all the bad guys are getting the good matchups. It's weird, and I don't want to do it. Uh, Wade Miley's a lefty against the White Sox, no thanks. Vladimir Gutierrez, no thank you. Adrian Hauser against the Cardinals. I know he's done well once with them, but no, I don't want to do it. J.D. Brubaker has a righty against the Padres. Okay, that's questionable. Matthew Liberator uh, against the Brewers. No, I don't want to do it. Uh, do not start. Merrill Kelly against the Dodgers. Do not start. Chad Cool at Washington is the bottom of questionable. Maybe the slider is back because it wasn't there last time. Musgrove against Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Ryan Papillo against the Dimebacks. No. And Alex Wood against the Reds is the top of, I want to say, bottom of probable. Top of questionable. I wouldn't be upset if I said bottom of probable because he hasn't done well. But those are bad matchups. Top of questionable. Sure, whatever. And then uh, on Sunday, on Sunday, 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 Bruce Zimmerman against the Red Sox. No. Pavetta against Baltimore. Yeah, sure. Top of questionable. Maybe bottom of probable. He's been fine. Um, Severino against the Rays is an auto start for me. McClanahan against the Yankees is an auto start. Jose Brios against the Angels is an auto start. The great undulator. Just do it. You know, I'll probably put him top of probable because it is the Angels, but you know how I feel. Cease, auto start, Cubs. Uh, Police sack against the Tigers. If you want to take a chance here, he had a slider last start. And if he gets his changeup, then all of a sudden, bam, he's done it. But it is a lefty head of a lineup uh, with Detroit. So it would really require the changeup showing up. We'll see. Uh, top of do not start. Bo Brisky on the other side. No, thank you. Uh, Zach Granke against the Twins. No, thank you. Sonny Gray against the Royals. That's a probable start. Luis Garcia against the Mariners is a... Probable start at the end of it. Patrick Sandoval against the Jays is a probable start. Yeah, I'm still doing it even though it's the Jays. James Caprillion against the Rangers. Not a bad stream. He's in the questionable start here. Marco Gonzalez against the Astros is a questionable start at the bottom of it. Dane Dunning is in the questionable start here against the Athletics. Better than Marco Gonzalez. Max Freed is an auto start against the Marlins. Eliezer Hernandez do not start against the Atlanta Braves. You have Chris Bassett against the Phillies. It's been two bad starts in a row. It's Philly, so I'll say top of probable as he's lost his ace is going to ace tag um cal gibson against the mets is a coin flip so bottom of questionable josiah gray even though it's rocky road ugh, i guess bottom of questionable oh man um drew smiley no thanks against the white Sox. tyler molly against the giants bottom of questionable 
Uh, I actually say do not start at this point. Um, Corn Burns, obviously. Ronzi Contreras against the Padres is an questionable start. I'd say top of it. I'm not really too confident in that, but as a right against the Padres, I think that's okay. Uh, Miles Michaelis against the Brewers is a probable start. Zach Davies against the Dodgers, no thanks. Cal Freeland at Washington is a questionable start. You could stream him there. He just did all right in Pittsburgh against Washington. Like, all right, he's on course. Tyler Anderson at Arizona is a probable start. Mackenzie Gore against the Pirates is a probable start. And Alex Cobb against Cincinnati is a probable start. All right, hopefully you found that helpful. Hopefully you can pull out the victory this weekend. But And good luck to everybody. That's going to do it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babas be low and your strikeouts high.